Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 249. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off road Andy. Yep, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. Uh, Andy, we got some good stuff to get to today. You want to start with some NBA? Yeah. So uh, this week we saw the biggest margin of victory ever ever in a game. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Oklahoma City Thunder by 73 points. Good grief. Yeah, kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma City isn't good, but they're not like the worst team I've ever seen. So I, I don't know. I don't know what happens there. And it's not like the Grizzlies are, you know, the 2016 Warriors. They're maybe an above average team. They have good players and everything. But uh, I don't know how something like that happens. Yeah. So are they are they out of the league? What happens? <laughs> I mean, they're not even in last place. That's that's. It's a in Japan, thing. there would be like a suicide and in, in, in this revolt. It It is dishonorable. It'd be an yeah. honor killing. Yeah. I mean, I. it's uh, hard to explain. Like, I don't, I don't know what you do. They haven't played since. It looks like they're playing or they're playing. They're playing right now and they're losing to Detroit. That's not great either. Uh, wow. but like, I don't know. I give credit to Memphis. Played a great game. They shot super well, made a ton of threes. Uh, like that's how it happens in, in today's NBA. Everyone's shooting, uh, but like, pretty bad. It's pretty insane. Bad. Yeah. So I don't know. They're going to go on. I mean, Oklahoma City doesn't want to win any games, anyways. Yeah. They're, you know, they they have all these picks in the future. Uh, even though they sucked last year, they only got the sixth pick, so they kind of didn't they didn't get any good uh, lottery luck. Uh, so I think they're hoping this year just get better chances and get some better lottery luck this year. Uh, but that's, I don't know, it's embarrassing. And it's, I mean, it's bad. So the worst, it looks like the worst player had a minus 56 plus minus. <laughs> so um, at least no one had a minus 70 plus minus, but that's in his, in his 24 minutes, uh, the team was outscored by 56 points in 24 minutes of play. That's uh, really, really, really tough to do. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, that's, that's 24 minutes. That's, that's a half. So, Did they like all the people that went to the game get a refund or anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Would, would that be fun? Because it was in Memphis. So would that be fun to watch your team just completely destroy? No. Like, like it'd be like fun playing. for like 10 minutes. And you're like, well, this is ridiculous. Like I paid 50 bucks for the seat. I'm yeah. Adjusting so with see, inflation was, for the location. It was uh, 72 to 36 at halftime. So they were already they're doubled, doubled them up. Uh, and then, yeah, it didn't get better. Usually, it's like usually any of those guys bad. could have gone to their kids, you know, high school basketball game and watched the yeah. same outcome. Well, I wonder if they let the starters just go home early. Yeah. Yeah. You're relieved of duty. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. And it's, I don't know. It's very, it's embarrassing for everyone involved, the mm-hmm. entire league. Uh, but it, it, it happened. I mean, it's an NBA record. So. All right. Well. Whew. Do you want some good news? Sure. So we have an opposite situation here. The oh. Houston Rockets started off the season just horribly, way worse than Oklahoma City did. And uh, they were an embarrassment themselves. But uh, they are currently on a six-game win streak. 
Ooh, okay. So all the way up to seven and sixteen. So still, uh, they're still not going to make the playoffs or anything here. That's no, big time. Uh, but that six-game win streak is the longest win streak in the NBA right now. So Phoenix had that uh, crazy win streak that Thank we've been God. talking about every week. Uh, finally got broken. They they played Golden State twice this past week. So they won on Tuesday night, but then they lost on Friday night. Uh, they played them back to back. So. Phoenix has lost their their long win streak, uh, but they're still they're still tied with the Warriors, nineteen and four for the best record. Uh, yeah, that's. But yeah, the story here is Houston right now is the hottest team in the NBA, uh, six in a row. Hot damn! So, so anyone can do it. You can come from anywhere. Come on, Clippers. Yeah, I mean, a six game win streak isn't isn't the biggest thing, but. Uh, it's really nice when you had one win coming into it. Uh, you were they were on pace to be the worst team of all time at that point at one and sixteen, but you know seven and sixteen doesn't sound nearly as bad. It's a much better ring to it. Yeah. So congratulations to them in Houston. Uh, and then the last last thing I got here is uh, just Portland in general. Portland's had a a weird week. I don't know if you know. Uh, their, their GM was uh, fired after an investigation that he has uh, been abusive in the workplace, uh, just a, just a, not a good boss. And then when you couple that with uh, just kind of mediocrity for five years or whatever it's been, uh, he, he ended up losing his job. Like, what did he do? Like, uh, I don't know. It, it was an internal investigation. They just said it was like, uh, you know, not great conduct, I guess. Uh, they were, I think they're, they're not. They're not saying it's like oh he. Uh, it's not sexual harassment, you know. But uh, I think they would have said something if it was that. But it's still something that was warranted uh, a firing. And uh, I'm bringing it up that he probably wouldn't be fired if they were 19 and four right now. I don't think he would have lost his job. But I think it's everything that's going on with that team. Uh, today there there was a story that Damian Lillard has made a known. Uh, he would he would really like to play with Ben Simmons if they could make that happen. So uh, Ben Simmons has still not been traded, and we really don't even know what the offers are. But that's something that's always been you know played out is uh you know Portland needs to make a change. Uh, Lillard and McCollum doesn't really work as as a top duo. Um, so if Lillard's saying I want Simmons, uh, the question really is does this do the Sixers want McCollum? Because I don't I don't know if that's what they're going to accept. I don't know what kind of deal you could make to make that work. Uh, but he has made it known, or at least according to his reports, he's made it known that uh, he would very much like them to make that move if that's there for them. Uh, there's also all kinds of drama with uh, them and their new coach, Chauncey Billups, who hasn't fixed any other problems. They were the worst, one of the worst defenses last, last year, if not the worst, and they are definitely the worst this year. Uh, but it just comes down to like personnel. They just they play two bad defensive guards and they have slow centers. It's just not gonna it's not gonna work. Yeah, so, it's a wrong uh, era of NBA for that. It, it kind of seems like the the move isn't uh, trading for Ben Simmons. The move is you know, starting over. You, you got rid of the you got rid of the GM. You got rid of the coach from last year. Uh, maybe you get rid of Lillard. Say you're on your way. And it's like it's not like he's helped. He he's not been the same this year, so you can't really uh, criticize the organization when now uh, you're not you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So 
Yeah. Uh, but that's that's how it goes. He's 30. Let's see. He's 31 now, so he's probably on the decline. Although, who knows? I mean, Curry is getting better, it seems like, and he's a few years older than him. But uh, the reality is Damian Lillard was never Steph Curry. As much as people like to show his highlights and show how confident he was, he was. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a good shooter, but yeah, he'll never be to that. I mean, yeah. few ever get to that caliber. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in Portland. I think it's it's time they make some something something do something drastic, and it doesn't have, uh, just firing the GM who they might have fired anyways for poor performance is really not the the big move here. So uh, we'll we'll be waiting and see what happens. Pretty exciting. Well, I mean, all that's right, all I got for the ready to talk baseball. Yeah, yeah. So last week I said how baseball was on the verge of a lockout, and uh, they have since locked out, which means uh, the players' association and the league have don't have an agreement to play baseball in the future at any point right now. So they have to reach a new agreement, and I don't know when or if that will happen. Uh, I mean, I, I, I assume the if is it will happen at some point in our lifetimes, but I guess the when is more important. Uh, but right now, that means there's no baseball, so all the uh, free agents that are still available cannot sign because there's actually no baseball league right now. Uh, so that happened. Uh, but I guess people are still making, you can still make agreements, you know, uh, but they really shouldn't be. Uh, so there's still a lot of big name for agents, and I, I don't know. I don't know what the <clears throat> when this whole thing will be resolved. I I assume they'll they'll figure it out before the start of the season, and we won't miss any games. Uh, but we've we've had that happen in 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 baseball, but in all other leagues as well. Uh, but I think one of one of the issues seems to be how many teams make the playoffs, uh, different rule changes, that kind of stuff. Uh, in addition to all the financial stuff, that's you know usually the reason. There's a lockout, but uh, there's a lockout. So there's a chance we don't uh, start next April, but that's a long time from now. Whoa. What are you going to do, Andy? Uh, I don't know. Just watch reruns of old games. Yeah. Pretend it's, I'll just watch 1994 baseball games. I don't know. Uh, but we fun. did get some other signings uh, this past week. Uh, including uh, Marcus Stroman going to the Cubs, starting pitcher. He's bounced around a lot in his career. Uh, he likes to talk a lot. Uh, he's going there for three years, $71 million. Uh, Javier Baez, uh, formerly of the Cubs, is going to the Tigers for six years, $140 million. So nice little deal for him. Uh, Chris Taylor staying with the Dodgers on a four-year, $60 million deal. That's, uh, that's nice. I, I, I'm happy with that. I thought he would be gone as well, along with uh, – Seeger, but they, uh, I guess they felt they had to keep somebody, and and Taylor provides a lot of flexibility. He can play everywhere in the infield and the outfield. So, I mean, he's he's a long time player now. He's been there for five years, makes him one of the longest tenure players on the team. So, uh, then the last one I got here is uh, Rysel Iglesias, the Angels' closer. Uh, he's staying with them on a four-year, fifty-eight million dollar deal. So. Uh, I don't know if that's the position the Angels need because they're usually not in a position to win games. So, how important is the closer? But you know, just another addition to uh, the pitching staff or another key piece of that. So, uh, maybe maybe this is the year. 
The Angels yeah. have been pretty quiet. Uh, they, they got something splash, brewing, I'm but, sure. But yeah, there's there's still a ton of good players available. So uh, maybe when we uh, unlock the lockout, we'll have more to say. Yeah, and they're staying in Anaheim of Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. all yeah. good things. You ready to talk some college football? Yeah. So this last week was the last regular season week. Now we got the the bowl. Bowl season is upon us. Uh, really exciting. So uh, like in a week and a half, I think we'll get our first bowl games. Uh, but yeah, this past week we had the conference championships. Uh, starting off with uh, Friday night, we had Oregon, who uh, they had just lost to Utah uh, pretty badly in a huge game. And now they had a rematch in the conference championship and got killed again. So in the two games against Utah, uh, they lost 76 to 17 combined. Whoa. So a uh, terrible way to finish the season for Oregon. If they had won out, they would have been in the college football playoff. But now they're, uh, I think they're going to the Alamo Bowl. I think that's where they ended up. Let me confirm that. Uh, but that's a lot different than, yeah, they're headed to the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. Congratulations. Pretty exciting. While Utah, who won the conference, will uh, now be in the Rose Bowl. So that's uh, good for them. First Rose Bowl appearance for them. They only, they've only been in the Pac-12 conference for a little over a decade, I think. So uh, not a ton of opportunities, but uh, they're the only the second team in the Pac-12 South to <clears throat> win the Pac-12 since they expanded. So uh, that's great for them. Great for their program. Uh, in the Big 12, Baylor beat Oklahoma State in a, in a game that came down to the last play. Uh, really, uh, two seconds left. Guy couldn't stretch out and get out of the end zone. It was uh, pretty dramatic. Uh, but that means they're, they're headed to the Sugar Bowl. Baylor's headed to the Sugar Bowl. They're going to take on Ole Miss, who, uh, you know, they didn't play in their conference championship game, so they didn't uh, have an extra loss there. So they finished uh, eighth in the rankings, and uh, they got a nice bowl game for themselves. Uh, Michigan in the Big Ten. Uh, destroyed Iowa, not even close. So they held on to their uh, number two ranking. So they are the two seed in the college football playoff. Uh, Cincinnati uh, beat Houston in their conference championship, and they uh, also ended up holding on to their fourth seed in the uh, college football playoff. Uh, Pitt beat Wake Forest in the ACC championship. They're going to the Peach Bowl. Uh, And then the biggest game of the week, biggest game of the year so far, Alabama, Georgia. Georgia was dominant, undefeated heading into this game. Uh, Alabama had the one loss and then looked really bad against Auburn the week before. Uh, yet Alabama showed why they're Alabama, and they put up a bunch of points on this great Georgia defense and uh, upset them in this game. And it wasn't wasn't really that close. It was close at halftime, but Georgia looked terrible in the second half. Uh, so that means uh, Alabama won- wins their conference and they won win the number one seed in the playoff. While uh, Georgia falls to number three, so they're still in the playoff uh, with a, with only that one loss. So that means uh, we've got Michigan and Georgia for the, the one of the games, and then uh, Alabama and Cincinnati for the other. Uh, those are the, that's the semifinal matchups we'll get. So uh, that'll be in about uh, a month. That's the crazy part about this is that it takes so long. Uh, it's usually New Year's Day when they play those games. So, yeah, uh, very disappointing for Georgia. I don't know what happened. They had been so dominant, but they're still, they still have a chance. So I think maybe in that second half, they weren't even trying to win because 
you they knew if they had lost that they would still be in the playoff whereas Alabama had to win uh, and so Alabama's win who that really affected it was uh most notably I'd say Notre Dame Notre Dame finished fifth so they were probably the uh, the team that would have got in there had Alabama lost uh, maybe also Ohio State who they had that lost to Michigan but they finished uh, sixth so they're actually uh, because they're the highest uh, rated team for the Big Ten that's not in the playoff. They will be playing uh, Utah in the Rose Bowl. So uh, it's still nice to be playing in the Rose Bowl. It's it's the most famous of the bowls in my mind. And it's uh, in Pasadena. Lovely place. You, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to the uh, Rose Parade this yeah. year. Yeah, you're you're spending a lot of time in that region of the world. So That's correct. Yeah, you got you to gotta familiarize yourself. Yeah, so... We'll see. I guess you have to like spend the night like like a hobo oh, on the street. Yeah. yeah. So should be exciting. Look yeah. for my review of that next year, I guess. Yeah. Uh and then and then for me something that matters, I guess. It's not something that matters in the uh the college football playoff or anything. Uh but UCLA will be playing in the holiday bowl. So that's that's the best bowl they've been in in a long time, I feel like. So that's a little bit, of, a little bit of a encouraging sign for them. So they'll be they're playing NC State, and so the Holiday Bowl is in San Diego. So uh, they should have a pretty good uh, fan base showing there. So and that'll be uh, that's usually like the day after Christmas or the twenty seventh or something like that. So yeah, we got a lot of bowls coming up. It's great. Love bowls. Yeah, let's see. Friday, December 17th. Those are the first bowls. Yeah. We got the Bahamas Bowl. I hope that's in the Bahamas. It's in Bahamas, uh, Kansas. <laughs> Middle Tennessee versus Toledo. Those. What if those there was a bases. Paris Bowl and it was in that piece of yeah. uh, land in California? Yeah, it's going to be at the Thomas Robinson Stadium. All right. That's in Nassau, Bahamas. All right. That's pretty, pretty cool. exciting. Yeah, the people from Middle Tennessee. I never thought they'd make it. Yeah. Well, yep, we got bowls coming up. Just nothing, nothing next week. Yeah. We'll have the uh, the Heisman Trophy presentation thing. This is the, the only thing that's going to happen next week. So, um, but there Year was more stuff. Is approaching. It's pretty exciting. I know. There was some uh, a little more uh, college football news this week. Uh, more coaching. Things I think, uh, yeah, we talked about Brian Kelly, but I guess the big one from this week was uh, Mario Cristobal, the head coach at Oregon, who's been pretty successful with them for four years. Uh, he's leaving for Miami, and it was a uh, kind of funny in that uh, Miami's never fi- Miami never fired their coach. They were waiting until they made this deal before they uh, fired him because uh, they were just going to keep him if they didn't. Uh, convince Cristobal to leave Oregon. They were just going to go ahead and, with their current coach Manny Diaz. But uh, once the, so, the story came out first that Cristobal was leaving before uh, they had to announce the firing of their current coach. So, uh, interesting situation. But I'm sure uh, getting fired in college football is awesome because you usually get paid like a ton of money. Like you get to keep all the money we promised you. It's fine. So, yeah, I don't. I think most people. Yeah, get, I'd love to be fired it. as a head coach of a college. <laughs> Any more college football? Ready to talk NFL? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Let's do it.
Yeah. Uh, maybe not as depressed this week, but still not not feeling the NFL as much. I don't know. It's it's a weird league. Good teams beat bad teams. I don't know what happens. Or, or bad teams beat good teams. It's No one knows anything. Uh, but I'll start, as I always do, with the local teams. Uh, the Chargers had a, had a nice win. Uh, it was very hard to watch, and I decided to turn off the second half. But uh, they were up 24 to nothing, and all I feel at that point is dread. No excitement, no like, wow, this is fun, 24 to nothing. They're playing really well. I'm just like, when is this shit going to fall apart? When's it going to fall apart? And uh, that's not a good place to be in. Um, and it, it did. It did all fall apart, and they did end up uh, – Cincinnati came all the way back to 24-22 and attempted the two-point conversion, which they did not get. Uh, but at that point, I had already stopped watching because uh, there was nothing good that can come from it. Like the 24 nothing, it's like, all right, if you don't win this, then I don't want to see you lose this. Uh, but I did you know, check in, see what happened. Uh, so after they stopped them on the two-point conversion 20, and kept the lead 24-22, uh, they ended up scoring the last 17 points of the game, 141-22. So it wasn't even... Uh, that close at the end, but still, you should you shouldn't allow twenty two straight points after getting out to a twenty four zero lead. Uh, that's just mean, mean to your fans. Mm-hmm. I didn't deserve that. Um, I also like there was a Sunday morning game, so it was like it didn't when those shitty games are right in the middle of the day, they kind of ruin the whole thing. But you know, it was over by one o'clock. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah, get you the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, so then. Uh, elsewhere here, uh, the Rams, they beat Jacksonville. Not even a competitive game at all. Jacksonville is really, really bad. The Rams needed that. The Rams had lost three straight. They needed an easy win, and they got it. So 37-7 uh, to was the final there. Um, that's exactly what they needed. Uh, and then the Raiders, coming off that big win Thanksgiving Day, uh, had a letdown against Washington. They lost a really close game uh, right at the end. Washington kicker hit a 48-yard field goal to take the lead uh, with 40 seconds left. So uh, just not not a really uh, encouraging performance from the Raiders. Uh, they lost another game uh, when they held they held a team under 20 points and still lost the game. The Raiders should be much better on offense, but they're struggling. So uh, they're now six and six. They're outside the playoff hunt right now, uh, or outside of the playoff slot right now. But they're still in the hunt. Uh, you know, anything can happen. There's five games left for all these teams. Uh, you know, you win them all, you're going to get in there if you're if you're hovering around 500 right now. A lot of teams still competitive. Um, so right now, I think the Chargers are the sixth seed and the Colts are the seventh seed. So, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of teams still alive, though. Only Time like to the get Jets. in the gear. Yeah, only the Jets are dead. Now or uh, never. Uh, Kyler Murray came back finally from injury, and Arizona won pretty easily. So they're uh, they're still the best team. They're ten and two. They have the best record. They seem like they're the most complete team right now. They're with Kyler Murray playing. They're really really good. Uh, the Lions finally got a win. You know they had a tie before. They were o ten and one coming into the game, but they uh, they got a win on a last second touchdown pass from Jared Goff beating the Vikings. Uh, terrible, terrible run for the Vikings. They, uh, they had won two in a row and got back into it. They were in the playoffs and then now they've lost two in a row, including a loss to the Lions, which should have been an easy win. Uh, really awful for them. 
Uh, but that's the Vikings experience. Sometimes they look good and then they fall apart. Uh, they're an unexplainable team. I mean, Kirk Cousins, everyone wants to blame him, but he had good numbers again. I don't know. Pretty sad. It's not his day. Yeah. Uh, and then Miami, they've now won their fifth in a row. So they're all the way back to six and seven, which means they're very much alive still. Uh, like I said, if you win, win out, you're going to you're, you're gonna get in the playoffs there. Six, six and seven is not a great record, but, you know, 11 and seven. No, that doesn't make sense. So they must know how to buy it. So they only have four games left. Ten and seven. There you go. <laughs> Ten and seven can get you in the playoffs. So can they win nine straight? Probably not, but you know, they were they were left for dead early in the season. But now they're all the way back to six and seven. Everyone loves a comeback kid. Yeah. And then uh the Eagles, the Eagles played the Jets, so not a not a tough game for them. Uh, but they were missing their starting quarterback, but they didn't need him. So their backup, Gardner Minshew, who was uh, kind of a, a folk legend in a way. He's the uh, uh, mustachioed quarterback, formerly of Jacksonville. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. Not a whole lot of talent there, but just, you know, all heart, I guess, and all all mustache, uh, just getting it done. Uh, doesn't have much of an arm. Isn't the most athletic guy, but, you know, he throws it and he runs around and does his stuff. and. Uh, I had a really good game against the Jets, and they they won by a couple touchdowns. So again, Philly is very much alive as well in the in the playoffs playoff hunt. That's really the story of the season. Is like everyone is kind of like mediocre. So like a lot of teams are still alive. So uh, the Eagles right now are the would be the eighth seed, which means they'd be uh, the one spot behind, one spot out of the playoffs. But at six and seven, they're only a half game out of the wild card. So. Still very much alive, and maybe Gardner Minshew will lead them. Who knows? Uh, we'll find out soon. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Colts. The Colts are simil- similarly uh, hot to Miami. Uh, not six in a row, but they're they started off slow, and they're all the way back up to seven and six. They uh, shut out the Texans this week. So uh, yeah, the Colts right now are outside of the playoffs, but they're playing pretty. Well, right now, so I think they have a good shot of getting in there at seven and six. They're uh, in ninth place in the AFC right now, uh, but that's just a half game behind the seven seeded Cincinnati. So uh, they they still have as good of a chance as anyone, I would say. A uh, couple of tough games coming up for them, uh, but they finished with the Raiders and Jaguars. So they should be able to win those two. Let's hope. We also we also saw the uh, classic matchup. Steelers Ravens, uh, a rivalry that is really annoying. I'd say a lot of bad blood between these teams, a lot of great finishes, a lot of ugly, ugly games though. Uh, and this was a really ugly game as well. Both teams really struggled on offense. Oh, that's what uh, I think we expect in this matchup. Uh, the Steelers were able to come back to take the lead with uh, about a minute and a half left. Ben Roethlisberger threw a touchdown, touchdown pass and led his team all the way back. And this was the week that. Uh, a lot of stories came out about how uh, Roethlisberger's done. This is it for him. So he is uh, going to retire at the end of the season. He's, you know, all used up. Uh, so he's going to his last little run here. And while he didn't have an amazing game in total, he led them on that last drive to take the lead. Uh, but there's tons of time left for Baltimore. And Baltimore got all the way down and scored a touchdown. So they're down 20 to 13, scored the touchdowns, now 20 to 19. 
Are they going to kick the extra point, send the game into overtime? Uh, no. They say, we're going to win it here. And they uh, go for two. Perfect play design. Uh, tight ends wide open in the flat. And Lamar Jackson just misses them. Puts it a little too far out of reach for the tight end and falls incomplete. And that's that's game over. Ouch. Pittsburgh wins by that one point, 20 to 19. If you were and a really, big fan, Andy, you would have gone nuts. Yeah, really, really saves the season for them. So they were coming into the game. They're five, five and one. They had a tie uh, and that tie. We don't know. Will that tie be what saves them or screws them? We'll have to see. Uh, but with that win now, they're six, five and one, which means they're. I don't know what that means. A half game behind Cincinnati, who's seven and five. Uh, they can't tie anyone without them having a tie. So they might uh, end up just slightly ahead of someone or maybe slightly behind. We'll have to see at the end of the year. But uh, they're still very much alive as well. So um, so let me just read you off all the teams in the hunt here, I'd say, for the, the wild card spots. So these are there are three wild card teams, four division winners. Uh, right now, the wild cards are the Bills, Chargers, and Bengals. The Steelers, Colts, Raiders, Browns, Broncos, and Dolphins are all still alive. Uh, that is a lot of teams fighting for three spots. So yeah, it is going to be a good little end of the season. Uh, maybe it'll cure my NFL depression. But <laughs> Pittsburgh is very much part of that group. Uh, and then in the NFC, Seattle, San Francisco, another Classic matchup between two teams that hate each other. Seattle's really been terrible this year, but Wilson's back. It's been his third game back now, and they're at home. And uh, it was a good game. They they won. Uh, they won on the last at the last second. They were able to make a stop. So they had a they had a seven point lead and then fumbled at the goal line with about a, two minutes left. Uh, so they, if they had just scored, the game probably would have been over. But they gave the Niners another chance. The Niners got all the way to I think the four yard line. Uh, before getting stopped on fourth down. So it was game over. Um, Dang. It was a fun game to watch at the end there. A very tough game for me as a uh, fantasy football player. So rarely does it ever work out that you can really follow your fantasy team trying to close out a win, or it, it's like usually you just look at it at the end of the day, oh, what happened? Uh, but in this matchup uh, that I was in, uh, I had three players on the Seahawks while the other guy had uh, George Kittle of the 49ers and I had just taken the lead from him on the Seahawks previous possession I had I think a, a six point lead over him and then when San Francisco took over the ball and all our games all our other games were over uh, so he needed six points from George Kittle on this final drive which is uh, tough to do that's like uh, let's say 30 yards and three catches or 40 yards and two catches that's uh, unlikely I mean Kittle's a really good player and he had an amazing game in this game but it's just, it's just unlikely uh, but they start out the drive with a 30-yarder to him. Uh, then he picks up a couple more, a couple 10-yarders later in the drive. And, uh, you know, I think he scores like 10 points just on that drive alone. And that was it for me. Wow. Yeah, it's too bad. But it's like that doesn't doesn't usually happen in fantasy where you can actually like watch your team lose live. Like you're not – players are playing at different times and at the same time. But like it just happened that this was the – one game that was still going at the time and everyone else we had finished. We had no other players. A lot of times you have a player on Monday night or Sunday night. It was, uh, it was, it was crushing, you know, you hate to see it. And I, you know, I had, I had money. I could win. I could have won the league. You could have been doing this I mean, podcast from Fiji. If you had, I could have won a hundred bucks through. or something. <laughs> uh, although I wasn't going to win. I actually wasn't going to win my team. 
got decimated, but uh, I could have made the playoffs still, but no, no more. It's over for me. I might as well be the Houston Texans. Whoa. <laughs> so Houston looks like Houston is the only team that's mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So uh, congratulations to them on that. Well done. Yeah. All right. Well, I got one final game to talk about. Uh, Kansas City, they won their fifth in a row now. They don't look all that impressive, but they beat Denver. Uh, they beat them by two scores, but you know they didn't they didn't light the world on fire anyway. Uh, so Denver falls to six and six, but again they're still alive. And Kansas City is now eight and four. They've got still a game lead in that division. I don't know. They just they got to scare people. They just get in there that they're just winning these games. Uh, but maybe in January their offense will figure everything out and be the best team and. We'll all be looking at this season and be like, what happened? What a weird thing. We we never should have doubted them, but here we are. Yeah. They're just they're just winning. They're doing what they can. Yeah. Do we wrap up NFL? Anything else? Yeah, that is that is it. All right. Well, short and sweet, I think. Uh you've been listening to episode two hundred and forty nine of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean and join with me. We had off road Andy. Yes, bye. We'll see you later.